This is Pete Moore at Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of being on a remote Zoom call with Flory Mahoney from The Board System, previously known as Da Vinci, and you and I met like six years ago. In oh, Manhattan, my God! <laughs> in a restaurant called, oh, man, it's called the Manhattan, the Marine Street Cafe, and you brought the board with you, and we had lunch. So oh, my God. I that's mean, I, I want to start the podcast because I that's, that's remarkable. And I got to say, I have carried this eight-foot board around the world and met with people that way. So, unfortunately, I don't recall that. <laughs> that's good. Well, you know, it's always good to, to know an entrepreneur like when they were literally like walking around hawking boards. Oh, yeah. To like hey, listen, having like a real business. <laughs> I mean, that that kind of never changes, right? No, yeah. You got to be willing to do it all, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. best health club operators that I know when I tour a club, like they're down there picking up, you know, a little wrapper or dirt because it's, it's still like their first club in there. They just don't. Wired, yeah. It's your baby. Wired. Yeah. So, so just so you know, I've known you since six years, the Da Vinci board. That so, is amazing. So why don't we do this podcast is almost like a uh, entrepreneurial therapy lesson. Yeah. Of like what you've been through. So this way others, when they go on this journey, they know that this is kind of normal. Which you and I and Dave Gannelin, who's on the phone with his kettlebell concepts, <laughs> like we know what it takes to build a company. And it's a huge pain in the ass. It is. And it takes some twisty turns you could never, ever expect. <laughs> yeah. So take me back to six years ago. You had the DaVinci yep. board and like, you know, you were pitching me on, hey, this is going to be a home product. This right, right. Oh, actually- this could be in studio. So give us the... That's an interesting, yeah, you were at the very beginning, you know, we had just finished getting it sort of out and ready to launch. And um, at that time, we we had just the board, which has resistance bands, um, six points of resistance on the board. So you can do, uh, you know, thousands of exercises and it's it's like taking a reformer, a Pilates reformer and, and shrinking it down to a little mat size thing, but adding to it with the cardio that you can do. So at the time we were trying to sell um, to the home market and we had a folding version of that big board because it's eight feet long, two feet wide and two inches high. And then we also had a training program and um, a certification program and we would put it in different gyms as a, an added program to what was already existing in whatever club you had. And um, so that's when I met you. That's where we were with it. And, you know, the, the home market was going to be our later real, we were going to delve into that in a bigger way later, but the big focus was to get recognition by getting into gyms. And, um, you know, what we realized and the reason we pivoted to the studio model, which is basically like a franchise, we sell it as a license, but it still has a franchise fee and, you know, a territory is because what we realized is our training is so new and so specialized that these people would be like, that's so cool. And they train like one or two trainers in their gym to do it. And then, you know, those trainers would leave and they wouldn't want to train new people. And you've got to move the boards every time you put another class in. And it just wasn't getting the traction it needed because it wasn't getting the attention it deserved by being an additional programming element to an already existing company or business. Tell tell, tell our audience, and and I love to hear, you know, what the typical sales cycle would be. You know, when people are launching new products or services, this industry is very, you know, very late on adoption, but once it does get adopted, it almost like becomes standard. So what was your experience? 
Well, it was really interesting because, um, you know, we'd get it into gyms and I did trade shows and we would generally sell like, you know, 12, 15 boards to a gym along with like three or four certification training programs. So, you know, it was a great little chunk of change and that's what we wanted to do. And as you got more going, it was pretty exciting, but there's no ongoing revenue from it. So you make that sale and boom, that's just done. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's really no connection to it beyond that too. So branding was a little harder in that regard. But I had some interesting things happen at that time. We had some big companies looking at us like Jump Sport, Trampolines wanted to buy us. And also Mad Dog Athletics, which owns um, nine or so different products. And, you know, I was a one to two year old company at that point, very low revenue. And it was pretty exciting having them interested, but they were also, I mean, they were going to own me (laughs) for nothing. And I would be done dead in the water at this point if I had actually done that. But in that time period, and especially John at Mad Dog was hot to trot to really, we had a deal on the table. I was invited to Korea to just trained like 10 people and they had ordered like 50 boards ahead of time. And John asked me to cancel the trip because he's like, let's just close this deal. And I did, I canceled the trip. And then the Koreans called me and they were very friendly about it. They said, okay, but this friend of mine was like, go to Korea. It's one week. You're missing out. Like what could this mean for you? And just John will be there. So I got on a plane, I landed and I'm a celebrity in Korea. All of a sudden (laughs) it was like the twilight zone. They had media around. So we met, when was that? That was I think I met right before you. Yeah, right before I met, or it happened either right after you, I was in LA at that time. So it was about six years ago. I think you were, we, we talked about Mad Dog. We talked about the pros and cons of basically, you know, aligning exclusively with a contract manufacturer. By the way, I don't even remember what I ate for lunch yesterday, <laughs> but I somehow can remember like six years ago. So you had an impression yeah, on me. with my mind. <laughs> yeah. But you were going to go to Korea like yeah. that. Yeah, so I might have seen you like before you got to the airport. I don't know what it was. Oh, anyway, that that's is crazy. How it was. And, and my my fiance is Korean, so I got to go. Oh, yeah, well, I'm like the godmother of my partners over there, new baby, and I uh, love Korea. I've been like a dozen times since then. I was um, going to see if I could license Soul Cycle, but like S E O U L Cycle. <laughs> that's so I can, a great idea. I got my workouts there and wait for them to send me a cease and desist letter. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm married a Korean. Like, it's cool. Not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, know, I didn't even know about you guys. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. So um, anyway, that, sorry, go ahead. that launched me in a whole different direction because they ended up buying, they, they became my, my, my source of money for quite a long time that allowed me not to be so desperate, you know, because you get, I had initial investors on my partner, but, um, you know, there's, there's only so much someone will put into a company and then it just has to sort of start growing. And we were at that stage and the Korean market basically saved us, um, or launched us. And so they had a steady stream of, you know, ordering thousands of boards at a time for us for several years. And they still are, um, a partner of ours that way. So, um, that kind of, I came back and, you know, looked at John and said, I'm sorry, <laughs> this deal's off the table now. I, I can make this and I'm not going to give give you basically is what I was doing my company. So, um, we kept on going that direction. And then, um, as I got further down the road, I added to the programming. So where it was just a board, I added an overhead resistance band system and, um, a wall strap down wall system. But for that, you really needed to create a designated sort of station for it, which is how we also moved into our studio model. And, um, once I created those additional programming elements, we decided to go for the studio model and, 
we hadn't even advertised and we had two people found us somehow. And so we had our first two studios come to us, which was Chicago in the Northbrook area. Of it, it was this, yeah, sure. It's a good area. What, um, my friend Maples from there, when you talk about getting studios, were they, are they dedicated studios yep, or you're inside are. of them? So they're, they're branded. They're branded. And it, you know, it's a huge amount of paperwork. We actually thought we were going to be a franchise. So we went down that whole road with the paperwork yeah. and that it's, it's, it's such a big amount of um, legal yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, but then we decided to switch the license, which gives people a little bit more flexibility with what their studio. It's more boutique, you know, like a franchise is just cookie cutters. So we wanted to be a little bit more individualized with each studio. Like the Northbrook studio also offers Pilates. Now you have to offer 65% of your classes have to be board 30 classes, but mm-hmm. you can bring in spinning or yoga, other things that you're passionate about. And we found that that's yeah. really interesting to people because generally people are buying a studio have a passion to begin with. And it's nice to be able to incorporate that. And, you know, our program works really well with other systems. So, so, so they have their name on the door or that's it's all board 30. No, it has to be board 30 and it'll be like board 30 Northbrook board 34 Collins. We now have six studios open and about another 10 that are coming two in Tokyo too. So we're, we're over that hump, you know, the first 10, it's really hard because you're asking people to pioneer with you and they're like, what the hell is sure. 30? You know, <laughs> but so, because we're unique, we got a lot of interest because we mm. are truly a new system. You know, everything right. else is like, this is our bar. This is our kind of bar. This is our kind of CrossFit. This is how we get on a treadmill. Ours is actually a truly unique and patented system. So that's been really our main selling point. Great. So when you look at um, training these, these uh, franchisees and their instructors, are you still running around doing that in person or you, you, have you embraced the whole digital? Uh, well, we do, yet? we do have, um, we just put our training up. We have a, a video training manual now, but we still go in person. I have trainers that go and do it because we want to make sure that these people to keep the brand strong and to keep the level of our um, studios as high as we want them to be. And because this is a brand new and complex training program, it takes a week. We mm-hmm. do go in person, but once they've trained the first, we require them to train three people so that they've had the original training. And then out of those three people, whether it's the owner or one of their trainers, we pick an internal trainer. And then that person can train you know, going forward, all the additional trainers that they're going to need for their studio. So you don't rely on us for the training afterwards. And that's where we would use the video training a little bit more. So you could like do a training in your studio, but then have it on video once they've already gone through the in-person training. Got it. So given the, um, this pandemic, uh, halftime show, as I like to call it, (laughs) let's hope it's only a halftime show. We'll get back. We'll get back soon. I'm not, I'm not concerned. I mean, these scientists have way more cool technology. Yeah, knowledge than they did a hundred years ago. So I think so true. they got to be working overtime. Like if you were able to like come up with the vaccine, like there's got to be at least a couple thousand people that are really smart and way smarter than me. That yeah. Working on that right Let's now. Hope. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, in this time, have you seen people looking to do things more in the home or have you seen some of your studios want to go and do, you know, zoom trainings or, yeah. You know, classes directly. And are you, sounds like given your license, you, you're more of an advocate of that versus a franchisor is a little more, you know, consumed with like, this is my content. I'm going to produce it. Then I'm going to push, push it down. Then I'm going to let you do it. So yeah. how have you found this, you know, this situation is potentially benefiting your, the, the at home side of your studio licensees? 
Well, like you said, we have been, we give more leeway. So they've, they've done trainings and they have them online. Some have Zoom them, some are live, some are, we archivize on ben, our, at our flagship studio on Venmo. But what has happened in this time is um, we have had a in-at-home product that I just developed that Korea has already launched, which it's like if you took that board you saw when you had lunch with me and you cut the, a quarter of it off. It's a two foot by two foot one inch high board, which we thought was going to be kind of limited in what you could do, but it's unbelievable. It can do, it's a home gym in a 10 pound, tiny little space. Um, and we call that the mini board port or 30. And so we are going to launch that now. Um, and that will be sort of like the Peloton model, which will come with a subscription. Um, and you would follow trainers and we'll have um, a whole video, um, uh, archive of trainings that you can follow um, daily, weekly, monthly, whatever you do with it. Um, and we were going to wait until we had gotten to the 20 studio mark and then launch that. But now we're pushing that up because obviously this is the time when people are going to work uh, at home more than they want to go into a studio. And like even when our studio is allowed to open here, which we haven't been able to yet, a lot of people are still going to want to stay home at least for a while. And so we can, we've already got the mini board in, it's been manufactured and it's already being sold in Korea. So we're kind of ready to go on that. So we're, mm-hmm. we're launching that with active TV ASAP. Got it. And from some of our, so would you say that Korea is a larger revenue source for you than the U.S. or no? No, it's not um, a larger one because they, you know, they're a small community and they're just kind of getting into fitness. And we happen to be with a great partner over there who's doing much better than we would with smaller companies. But um, the U.S. market is going to be huge for us, and so we're we're planning on this being a much bigger deal for us here. Which is why we were trying to be really careful about the launch. We don't want to just like throw it out there. We, but now we are. We have to push hard and get it out there, and we're bringing in an investor to move that forward more quickly. And before we were thinking we might not have to because we could use four thirty revenue, and now we realize we got to move. Gotcha. So, do you have any quotes that? Uh were inspirational or motivational that kept you going through, uh, through the years of, uh, zero to six. <laughs> you know, I'm one of those people that just never gives up. I actually drew an elephant on a chalkboard and put never give up on it. I just feel like you either have it in you or you don't. Cause it is hard. I mean, there are moments where you just don't know what's going to happen. You're going backwards having a business plan almost is a detriment I find because if you're trying to follow that, there's so many things that you know come into play and you have to make changes and pivot. Even our rebrand was amazing, but we had some big pitfalls happen with the designer and that and everything, everything, everything requires you to be a serial entrepreneur like I am. Like I've owned yeah. restaurants. I, I I was a chocolatier. I owned a bloody studio, the first one in Vermont. Like I have that in me. And if you don't, this, you have to have the stomach for it. And, and I just do. So there's, there's not a saying, there's multiple sayings and probably a lot of wine, but <laughs> I get through it. You there just you have to persevere. Like you just can't give up and I'm a never give up person. Awesome. So, uh, why don't you just give a little blurb here on how people can, uh, get to your site, become a licensee or become a, uh, member remotely, or just aspire that one hope hopefully opens up in their area. 
Yeah, yeah. So um, our website is board30global.com and all of our locations are listed there. And we have an Ona Studio page that has multiple pages. So a lot of information there for you. We jump on a call anytime for anybody who's interested in a studio. And during this time of the coronavirus, we just sold five studios and we've had inquiries all the time because we are kind of corona friendly in a way. It's a, you have your own station. They're naturally social distance. So you can move side to side on the board and um, you can then sanitize it in between. It's not like Orange Theory where everyone's running around and sharing equipment. Um, and, And it's also a smaller group of people. So we've had a lot of inquiries because that could be the wave of the future even beyond this, that people are going to be a little bit more germaphobic. And mm-hmm. um, so we've had a lot of interest. So you find us there. We have a, my sister is my COO and um, we are a great dynamic duo team. And we talk to anybody. We have a, someone interested in Australia who is um, an Australian tennis coach for big, all the top players there. So we're global too. It's some, we have the board all over the world and now we're going to have studios all over the world. So it's the time to get in because we're new and it's patented and it, the wave is just starting. Awesome. All right. Well, great to get a uh, six-year launch update. We appreciate that. <laughs> we'll have to so, uh, you again when I come back to Yeah, town. we'll just do every six years. We'll check in on the board. Maybe we'll have, maybe we carry one on your back, kill those little kids to school. We have their board on their back, which would be awesome. <laughs> you can strap it on. It'll work. Yeah. All right. Okay, congrats on the progress. Look forward to seeing you in person. Keep yeah, doing great thanks. things. Thanks so much. All right. Awesome. Later. Have a great thanks, day. Lori. Bye. See ya. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. This is Pete Moore. As you know, I am a big believer in personal development. I got a time-saving opportunity here for you, recommending Dan Millman's Four Purposes of Life. Go to audible.com forward slash Halo Talks. You want to register there, get a free audio book. It's $14.95 a month thereafter, giving you things that I do to make myself better and hopefully it makes you better. Go Halo. Let's play to win.